This is Getting Into It with Grant, so let's get into it. There comes a point in many engineers' careers where they reach the top of the career ladder. You may be lucky and have many promotions ahead of you, or you may be right there. You've noticed as you've plotted your own career that you can promote to senior developer and, well, that's all. There's nothing above senior, or maybe there is a title called lead, but again, there's nothing above that. Where does your company take you? At what level are you, quote-unquote, at the top of the hands-on career ladder? It's an important thing to know. Every company is going to have its own career path mapped out for each job class or title, and you need to be thinking about what your future looks like. There are typically three career paths in software development. Coding, people management, and architecture. I'm not going to break this into all the sub-disciplines for analysts or scrum masters, and I don't want to focus on product management either, since that's sometimes not even a part of engineering departments. In my experience, an engineer will usually reach a point where they have to decide to remain where they are or promote into either management or architecture. Entry-level management and architecture usually begin at or near the top of the engineering job class. In other words, you have to be a fairly senior developer to qualify for these other jobs. This isn't true at every company, but it's the trend that I've experienced. Some companies, however, have lead and principal engineers, which are usually manager and director level or above equivalent technical staff, basically super highly paid engineers. These people are very good at what they do. Principal developers are probably the one in a hundred people, the top 1%. So even at big companies, you're going to have like 50 to a hundred of these people company wide, and that may even be a generous number. So while one can obviously promote into this level, it's highly competitive. You can do the math on this yourself. Think about it. If a manager manages an agile team of 7 to 12 people, or 10 on average, that means they're 1 in 10, or 10% of the company, give or take a little bit. I know the math isn't perfect there, but it's not far off. If an architect, though, is in charge of a portfolio that three agile teams work on, then they're 1 in 30, or 3% of the company. You can figure this out yourself by asking around or looking at your own organization chart if it's available. The point here is that you can map out just how difficult and competitive your company's career ladder is by looking at the problem this way. Back to the question though, do you want to go into management? Typically, managers and architects are hands-off on implementation. I think it's really dumb for architects to be hands-off to be honest, but that's a topic for another episode. And obviously, managers are hands-off on code. But I gotta be clear here, there's nothing wrong with remaining a senior developer. You're probably going to get annual merit increases or other spot bonuses anyways, so your pay isn't stagnant, and you get to keep writing code. As you're in the position longer and longer, you'll also get larger and larger scope of responsibility for projects. That's going to happen as you build your reputation in the company, so it will take some time. These are good things for you and your career, and larger projects are super fun. These are non-monetary factors that do motivate some people. So it's all good if you like writing code. But if you find yourself gravitating into leadership roles like tech lead and motivating your teammates or playing ambassador on behalf of the team to other teams that you need to integrate with, you might want to consider management. As you move up the management chain, people will increasingly be your job. This was my path. I found that I liked making my teammates more productive than I liked building the systems that I was in charge of. 
Oddly enough, people are much more difficult systems than even the most complex engineering systems I ever worked on. Why? Because the rules for people aren't constant. I can provide direct, brutal feedback to someone one day and have them happily accept it, but on another day, they might prefer indirect feedback. The rules are always changing, people's moods change, and I need to be observant enough of their body language and tone of voice to know how best to approach the situation. It's really hard, and that's why I like it. I also happen to have a string of very bad managers in my career. I found myself as an engineering lead being that protective umbrella that the team needed. So I liked being that guy, and spoiler alert, this is what management is at many companies. The manager is supposed to keep away noise and distractions so the team can do their jobs. The manager is also supposed to be buying technology that the team needs and handling the contracts so the engineers can focus on implementation. They also do hiring and performance management to make sure the team is effective and efficient in their execution. So if any of these things interest you, management might be something you should consider. The higher your emotional intelligence, the better you will be at doing this job. People are the job. So if you put your employees first, then they will build awesome products and you're, you're going to have happy customers at the end of the day. In practice, what this looks like is being approachable and available to your employees and having weekly one-on-one -on -one meetings to touch base with them. I can't tell you how many times I have helped someone get through a divorce or the loss of a loved one or even recover from a traumatic accident. It's probably something that you don't think much about, but is a primary concern of the job. When you put your employees first, it means helping them bear their burdens. You can't lose yourself in their problems, but you need to lend them strength sometimes and give them assurance that things are going to be just fine. Why will it be just fine? Because you or someone at the company spent a lot of effort hiring them. They're probably a good employee and their difficult situation is temporary. So your responsibility as a manager is to make sure the leaders above you don't forget that. So I really like this job. I like making work fun and enjoyable for my teams. You will have to decide for yourself if this type of work interests you. Every manager is different. There's not really like a right or a wrong way to go about being a manager, but there are some general best practices that you can learn and adopt, some basic leadership skills that will help you uh, make a better work environment for your team. But I can say that I've always put my people first and focused on them as a primary part of my job. The technology decisions and product delivery have always worked out because my people can focus 100% of their time on solving their own very hard problems while I stay out of their way. So this is my perspective. If you have comments, questions, or want to add something to this, don't hesitate to drop me a line at hello at grantdryden.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll see you again next time.